0: it's time to elevate your snacking game with wonderful pistachios. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. Your girl is a homebody. So one of the best parts of the day for me is when I can come home, put on my comfy pajamas, get snuggled up on the couch and enjoy something to drink while catching up on a TV show. The thing is though, that I don't want to drink wine all the time because though I love it, I'm no longer a huge wine drinker like I was back in the day. I have morning headaches and even inflammation to thank for that. So to help fill that gap, I've been enjoying Recess Mood as a guilt-free way to unwind. Recess Mood really is a vibe, y'all. There are only 20 calories per serving, no added sugar, and it's infused with stuff I like, including mood-lifting magnesium and stress-balancing adaptogens, which really helps me to relax after a high-energy day. Recess Mood has four delicious flavors to choose from. My personal fave is strawberry rose. If one of your goals in 2024 is to drink less alcohol. This is the way. Give recess mood a try today and see how relaxed it helps you feel. You deserve a healthier way to unwind. Head to com forward slash self-care and get 15% off recess mood, your go-to alcohol replacement hey welcome back to the Brown Girl Self-Care podcast. My name is Brie Mitchell. I am the host of the show. I am also the founder of Brown Girls Self-Care as well as a self-care coach for black women. And today I want to talk about something I've been thinking about for the last couple of weeks. And that is how can you realistically prioritize yourself when you don't have a safe space or when you don't feel safe? How can you make time for self-care when you don't feel safe? So I want to talk about that. But before I jump into today's topic, I want to start using these episodes as, I don't want to say I'm giving you permission, but I want you to give yourself permission to use these episodes when you press play every Monday or whenever you listen to the podcast, I want you to give yourself permission to slow down. I want you to give yourself permission to just be present and in the moment. And I know this may not always be possible because I hear from some of you and You listen to the podcast when you're driving to work, or you listen to the podcast while you're, for example, washing the dishes. Some of you are side hustlers and you have side businesses, et cetera. And so you might be making product or packing orders right now while you listen to the Brown Girls Self-Care Podcast. And I think that's absolutely amazing. But I want to say that unless you're driving, of course, or you're at work, et cetera, If you can give yourself permission just while you're listening to the podcast to pause, slow down, be still and get intentional about this conversation that we're having. I think that'll be a really good way to help uh, just nurture your spirit and and tap into more self-care for you. Okay, so if you're able to do that, awesome, girl. Hit pause for a second. Go get go fill up your water bottle. Um get your coffee, find a space where you can sit down, light a candle, do those things that make you feel good, present and ready, and then press play and let's get going. So yes, here we are. <laughs> Happy Monday. So I have been thinking about this for the last, I don't even know, last few days, last couple of weeks, etc. cetera. And it just clicked into place. I don't know if I was listening to something where I had this thought or if it just came to me naturally. Honestly, I cannot recall But the fact is, we are trying to prioritize ourselves. We are trying to uh, amplify our healing. We are trying to um, acknowledge our humanity. We're trying to protect our mental health, protect ourselves. And so we do self-care and community care, which is very important. We do these things, but I feel like if we're not in a in a place where we can just be it's really hard to to walk away from a for example a self-care session if you do those or whatever feeling relaxed completely relaxed calm grounded at ease at peace how and, and i'm like how could that even be possible when you think about it because i know for me sometimes i'm still very much on edge when i go out run errands when I go out, um, to different places. Cause I, I do, uh, some of my self-care, for example, at the beach, at the park, taking walks, etc. And sometimes I'm so on alert that even though I am getting some of the benefits and some of that healing from the work that I'm doing when I'm out and about, uh, and I'm counting it all as self-care, I was thinking about it and I'm like, you're still sometimes walking away or you're still coming back to the house or whatever on some occasions. And you're still feeling a little tense. Like you're, you you still feel like you're carrying the weight of the world in your shoulders. You're still hyper alert. And I've lived a long part of my life being hyper alert, very aware. And I think self-awareness is great. I'm not talking necessarily about self-awareness here. I'm talking about awareness of my surroundings Which, of course, as women, okay, and as black women, okay, double okay, 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 you feel me? (laughs) We have to be there. I don't feel like there's ever going to be a part of us that can be, can feel 100% completely at ease when you are in certain, not all, but in certain environments and then you add that everyday kind of alertness if you will and then we have all this stuff going on right now y'all this country i'm not talking about any other countries right now and what they do and don't do in other countries that's not the point of this conversation this country in the united states of america the u.s of a (laughs) this country is at war every day and I posted the stat on Instagram I should have pulled it up but I did not so I don't have the specific specific percentage but there have been more mass shootings than days of the year and I think we're we're at 200 and 40 days so far the year 230 220 plus days of the year we're in we've had more mass shootings than we've had days in the year y'all so you may think that you're not picking that up spiritually consciously whatever physically but i can guarantee you that you are i can guarantee you that on some part on some deep level even if you don't think that you're affected which I talk to you ladies in, in DMs and in, in emails, or if we have a coaching session. So I know that you do feel it, but I'm just saying if on some, like if you're, if you're subconsciously, you're just like, nah, I don't really, I'm not whatever. I can guarantee, almost guarantee you that on the subconscious level you are, there's just so many acts of violence happening in this country. It's scary. It's scary. And so I had been thinking about just me and how I can sometimes again, depending on where I am, just be on high alert. Like you just feel like you can't completely release. You feel like you can't completely exhale or you know what I mean? You just can't be at ease. Can you imagine just your body being in this constant state of like fight flight, what is it fight? flight, fawn, freeze. I don't know if there's four or five, but just imagine and you not being able to release. So let's just say you start at zero. Okay. Let's say you're neutral and then something happens and that ratchets, ratchets, excuse me, your anxiety, your stress, whatever, right. To a five. And then you go and you do some activities that, pour into your self-care cup, you journal, you take a walk, you call a friend, you go out to a movie with a girlfriend or out to dinner, um, you color in your coloring book, you light candles, you take a bath, you move your body, whatever, whatever, okay? So you were at a five and you did this this thing or these activities or you, you, you sat still and were silent and you just breathed, right? And it took you down, for example, let's say two or three, It took you to a three because there's still a part of you that feels threatened. There was still a part of you that duh is very conscious and aware that stuff is going down out in them streets. A lot of stuff, heavy stuff, ugly stuff, right? So you're at a five, you did some things. Let's say you even went down to a two, okay? You're not at zero. You're carrying around that number, that two or three, whatever, you know what I'm saying, worth of anxiety, stress, etc., heaviness, spiritually, physically, mentally, emotionally. And then boom, there's another one. Okay, so you're at a two. And let's say each time it's a five. So now you're at a seven and you do the self-care things, you journal, you drink water, you fast, you pray, you... Uh, go for a walk. You go, you do these things, right? And you go down to a five and then boom, there's another one. And then boom, there is another one. How, if you don't feel safe, if you don't have a safe, a, a place where you feel safer, I'll even say safer than normal. Like if you don't have a safe space, how can you get your body back to that neutral point? you understand what i'm saying so if self-care sis right now if right now self-care feels hard like you're struggling you can't figure it out you don't know which way is up you're like i'm but brie i'm doing the things and i'm i'm trying to work on my healing and I'm, I'm reparenting myself and you know i'm i'm asking myself hard questions and i'm doing the work and etc cetera, etc cetera, but i don't know listen it's not you it's not, it's like, there are some things that we clearly, obviously, I don't even need to say this, but I am. There are things we don't have control over. There are things we do not have control over. So while you're doing the work, if you're, if you're trying to do this work and and, and honor your, your humanity through rest and prioritizing yourself and self-care and community care and healing and and all that but you're like i'm I still I, i'm still carrying this around i think it makes sense because again we don't feel completely safe and if you don't feel safe self-care can feel damn near next to impossible so it's like, what do you do when you, you, you go out into the world and it's just so uncertain. You go out into the world, you leave the four walls of your house or your apartment or your town home or whatever your living situation is, right? Your beach house. That'll be me one day. <laughs> but you leave the four, the confines of your home and things, and, and you want to go for that walk. You want to do self-care and you do those things. But when you, but because you've been on alert or you just, you know what? You can't fully release when you come back, you feel better. You've worked up a sweater. You've done the things you do feel a, a form of release, but it's not like you're not quite getting back to center. You're not quite getting back to center and it just keeps going up and up and up. So I can tell you one, one thing. Okay that I can share with you or that I, that I would suggest is again, we can't control the chaos. Like we can't completely control what's going on outside. We got to stay prayed up. We have to be mindful. We have to be vigilant. What was I trying to say? Villain? I don't know, but we have to stay vigilant. We got to stay prayed up. We got to stay aware. We have to, we have to stay mindful. And that, and honestly, that part of, of having to be on alert or feeling like you're on alert because, you know, just that whole, you just the, the trauma, the con- consistent trauma, just hearing the stories about the families like, and, and what they have to go through, which is complete, that is just, I can't tell you how my feelings have just yo-yoed so much in the last few days, few weeks, few months when I think about the families and the and the people that should be here right now. It's okay to be skeptical and to question things that don't quite sound true. Like the time that I was dating someone that was trying to earn cool points, so told me he liked every single TV show that I did, but then couldn't tell me any of the names of the characters on these shows he claimed to love. Like, Seriously? Every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. Conversations ranging from Abbott Elementary to mental health to Tracy Ellis Ross, there is no limit to the range you will find on Black Stories, Black Truths. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. So it can feel a bit chaotic, like I said. So while you're doing the work, one thing that I really want to recommend for you, and this is coming this is coming from someone especially like if like my background where I was raised, when I was raised, you know, and I carried this with me 20s, 30s. I I I think that ca- chaos was just how I thrived and I don't mean thrive in a like a great way like hey everything's chaotic and I'm just living my best life no I mean thrive as in that's just it just became how I functioned so if you're coming from that kind of background and on top of that you're going out in the world and again we're very alert and mindful and things are just just (sighs) things are just happening at a very rapid pace and it just feels like it just keeps piling up right So what I would suggest is, again, since we can't control what happens outside of our domain, okay? And I still want you to go outside and take your walks. I still want you to meet up with friends, go to the movies, catch up, go walk to a neighbor's house. You know what I'm saying? I I still want us to be able to do those things and hopefully not do it from a place of fear. But I want you to think about ways that you can also make your home inviting make your home feel like just a place of refuge a place of respite and this is gonna you're gonna need to commit to being able to really uh come up with some habits and routines and 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 standards for how you want your life to be within your home if that makes sense And not in an iron fist controlling way, because everything isn't meant to be controlled and perfect. That's not what I'm saying. But in a way where you feel like if nothing else, when I come home, I feel safer here than I feel anywhere else in the world. And being able to do that for your kids too, right? For your family. So making your home a place of comfort and softness and beauty and, you know, just peace. Just a, a place of peace. Because again, we can't control everything that's happening outside outside of us and outside of our home. But there are things that we can do to make sure that if nothing else, our bedrooms, our living rooms, like our home, some at, at least one place in my home or one place in your home. If nothing else, is a place of peace. And again, that means you looking at your habits, your routines, your standards, your, maybe even some boundaries of what you want life to look like and feel like while you are in your house. That is your domain. So for me, I know I'm, well, I think I mentioned this. I don't know if I've talked about this on the podcast. My bad, y'all. Um, but I know that I've mentioned it on the Patreon, um, and shout out to the Patreon members. Hey girl. Hey. (laughs) Um, but one thing that I've done is I've started a, um, a balcony garden. And so for the last week, how long has it been a week or two? I'm not even exactly sure of how long I've been doing this. Honestly, it could be a week. It could be two weeks. I'm not sure. Maybe a week. Let's go with that. But for like the last week, that has become one of my safe spaces just out on my balcony where I I am technically outside, but I'm still in a sense detached from the quote unquote real world. I'm in my own little zone, my own little nest, my own little safe space, but it doesn't have to be your balcony. If you have a patio and this is what I'm going to do for my balcony too, like set up a chair or two, put a little table, get your flowers and your plants going, right? Or whatever you envision your patio, your garden, your backyard, um, your balcony, etc., to be. Or if you don't have that kind of space, you know, it could be your bedroom. Invite some plants in, right? Open your blinds when you wake up first thing in the morning so that you start to feel that sun. Um, make sure that you remove clutter. Detox, like, certain areas where you might tend to have a little chaos. Like if you have a chair in your room that you just like throw all, all your clothes on, clean the chair out, get rid of stuff, downsize, if that helps you to feel freer and lighter, right? But just look at different areas of your home and see, okay, my best self, what is she like? What does she need right now? Who Who is my best self calling me to be while I'm in this space and start to make little revisions. Does it mean that for a safe, to feel safer, calm, more calm, more at ease, um, more at peace? Maybe it means, uh, making sure that you declutter your closets and get rid of all that chaos because a chaotic space, a chaotic home is not going to help tap into that feeling of ease and joy and freedom it's just not and i'm not i'm not saying this in a pointy finger judgy way i'm just speaking truth i'm speaking facts and this has been a, a a sore spot or a hard part for me because again i grew up in chaos to some degree my mom did the very best that she could but i did grow up in a bit of dysfunction and chaos so it i had to learn and I still sometimes struggle with this like trying to hold on to old stuff oh I don't want to give it away but it's taking up all this space making all this clutter <laughs> you know you know what I'm talking about a scared to let it go and I've had to even think about that why are you scared to let these things go Bree? like what are you what are you saying is it like an ego thing like wow look I bought this I ain't used it in 16 years but look what I bought look how much money I spent that I didn't have by the way or is it you know what you paid a lot of money for that Michael Kors, $250 handbag. Um, You're not going to be able to get that again, girl. So you better hold on to that, even though it's 10 years old and not even in style anymore. You better hold on to that bag because you're never you're not gonna be able to afford anything like that again. Like, what kind of thoughts are you having when it comes to making space in your home? Are you are you releasing? Or are you holding on to stuff that you don't need? But the goal, again, is regardless, like just at minimum having one space within your home, if not your complete home, where you can feel at ease, where you can feel calm uh, for the most part, where you feel joy and going to your house is not like feeling like a punishment. Does that make sense? It also can look like like in my house, and I've had to tell my mama this, (laughs) but in my house, like I don't know if you can tell by the tone of my voice, but I am very, and my daughter will tell you, I get mad big mad trust. I, 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 get mad. Um, I can have a stank attitude. I can be petty and immature. Sometimes God ain't finished with me yet. He's still working on a sister. I, st- I, st- you know, I still got them traits, <laughs> but, but, but typically like, I just, I try to be very, just even killed if that makes sense, or just very even, um, like our neighbors, in other words, like our neighbors don't even hear us. If they like, we don't yell in this house when my daughter does, that's a lie. I'm thinking about it. My, my daughter does yell in her bedroom, um, because she plays Cod, Call of Duty and some other stuff. And she'd be talking to these little immature people and you know, they'd be fussing and cussing and arguing, but I try not to argue with nobody. I try not to argue (laughs) because I'm not going to argue with nobody. Um, So I'll close my daughter's door, but she knows and she tries to keep it down, but she gets a little, she gets a little heated, but um, I try to just, and so that's a boundary for me. That's my point. That's a boundary that I try to implement with myself. I can't control what other people do, but in my space, I try to not necessarily raise my voice. I try not to get um if I'm mad you know I might blow off some steam don't get me wrong but I try to you know come back to this place of just you know what I'm saying because I don't want this space to or like I don't have people coming in and out of my house um I just don't I just try to be very chill if that makes sense not always successful with it and again perfection not required but i that's just one of my boundaries that's what i try to do because that makes me feel good it helps me feel calm so you need to or i want you to just look at different areas of your home. Think about what type of boundaries do we need? What type of rules um, or standards should I put in place? What areas of my home, if not my whole house, what areas can I lay claim to where I can go into that space? I can go into that room. I can go into that closet. I can go onto the patio. I can go into the backyard. And when I get out here, this is this is my space where I can just let Everything go, no pretenses, I don't have to wear the mask. I can just breathe easy and feel safe. Because you deserve that. Again, with everything that's happening right now, which I don't honestly, I don't know what the hell's happening right now, y'all. This country needs Jesus, you hear me? I don't know what's happening right now. Well, actually I do know part of it is obviously, very clearly is mental health. We know it's the racism part, obviously, but also like, for example, the whole Texas incident, with the 18, I think he was eight, seventeen, eighteen, 17, 18, which he was still a baby. He was a baby. Y'all know when I talk about anybody younger than maybe 25, 26, that's a baby. What was going on with his mental health? You know what I'm saying? So something needs to be done. But in the meantime, in the meantime, with everything that's happening and in the sense of of heaviness we still need to be able to lay claim to our joy but it might feel hard if you haven't laid out a space where you're like in this space I feel the safest and I'm claiming this space as my own so if, if you haven't thought about things on that you know level or on that to that degree that is what I want you to do this week that is your homework for the week what space, what area? Where am I when I feel the safest? Because where you feel the safest is where you're really going to be able to connect. Okay, that is where you're going to be able to release. That is the place where we can go to really continue the healing and the work and the rest. So where do I feel the safest? Just think about that. Where is it in your home? Is it in your bedroom? Is it in the den? Is it in the backyard? Where is that place? And then after you've identified that place, second part of it is, what can I do to really make this space feel amazing for me? Is it picking up clutter? Is it repainting the walls? Is it planting some seeds on the balcony? Is it um, cleaning out your closet so that when you come in there, you don't feel just the judgment from all that old stuff sitting in there. You just walk in and you just feel at ease. Is it putting more plants in there? Is it opening the windows? Is it saying, you know what, in this space, I don't want any phones, any laptops, any computers, any of that. Like, what is that space and what do I need in this space so I can feel safe and at ease so that I can continue to prioritize myself? So I want you to think about those two things and I would love to hear from you and let me know your thoughts on this this episode and where your space is and what things are you going to be doing in that space? You can email me at connect at brown Again, that's connect at brown So that is it for this week's el- excuse me, episode. I don't know what I was trying to say. That is it for this week's episode. I really do hope that it um, was like a bomb for your spirit. And if it was, um, I do have an ask. If you have not already, please, if you're listening to this on iTunes, make sure that you go onto iTunes and leave a five-star rating and review for the show. That would really help me out. And also, be sure to share. Share the podcast episode if you found it helpful, because I'm sure there there are other Black women who are looking to prioritize themselves, looking to honor their sense of humanity in a world that does not honor Black woman's humanity. And so sharing this podcast will help them live their best life as well. Okay. So that is it for this week's episode. Have an amazing week. And I will see you next Monday. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies.